we're putting a pin in the regular adventure, but we're pulling the pin on the interns again. Let's see what kind of silliness we get into this week on Hapless Heroes. Hello, I'm acting captain. We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming with some more scheduled Hapless Heroes podcast. It's going to be silly. I'm Francesco, and I'm, tonight I'm going to be your host and DM as I have a lovely cast of characters to introduce to you tonight. To my left, we have Phil playing an unknown character. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Dave as Toast Acre Grundle Plinth the Third. <laughs> Zach as Pregnart. I hope we uh, mix that so it is not uh, wrecking the headphones at home. <laughs> <laughs> and John as Dr. Dedu. What was the. Oh, that man again. Uh. Um, Mike sadly cannot join us tonight because the winds of winter have arrived. Yep. So we bring you a Blizzard special episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. Mini Blizzard. I wouldn't qualify it. So, <laughs> meanwhile, while our you know main group of heroes is down inside the like you know summit area, like you know deep within the mountain of Mount Rose, we're going to kind of go back to base camp with the Omega Project. You know was sort of setting up to, you know, construct Project 11, this gigantic, you know, essentially siege weapon um, inspired by Zero and all projects afterwards. And the ship had docked, like, at their camp, right? At the camp, right. Still, like, about a half hour's walk from the summit. Um, we're going to cut to the airship where the four, well, three of you, uh, Dudu, Pregnart, and Toast, are currently... Hanging out. Well, I, I guess the, what are you doing? I'm gonna start with. I'm gonna start with toast. Toast begins his day, much as he begins any other day, highly energetically and with great enthusiasm. Oh, various scenes of him grinning like he's some 1950s sitcom dad as he does his uh, morning routines. Really, you know exaggerated. So, now, did we say Toast was a halfling? Yes, a okay. light foot halfling. Okay. And I'm just kind of just picturing, like, the ear-to-ear, like, you know, just grin he's constantly wearing. Yes. Yeah. A jovial sort. Like, creepy, though. Yeah. Yeah, like, way more than should ever be called for in a social setting. Okay. Interesting. Uh... Uh, I'm not not working at all, obviously, even (laughs) though he is a crew member of the airship. Yeah. Um, Pregnart, what are you cooking up? I'm making a frittata. (laughs) 
I chop up some mushrooms and some peppers. I have my eggs and my potatoes. That sounds delicious. That sounds lovely. That sounds amazing. <laughs> sounds like I, 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 I would want to be eating there if, were I, you know, Doctor Dudu, Doctor Dudu, do you like your frittata to be spicy? Uh, not too spicy, Pregnant. It hurts. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you sometimes get explosive diarrhea. Yes, I, th- I think they, they got mad at me last time. Hey, you know, diarrhea is pretty natural. There's no reason to get mad. Um, so, so you hear one of the crew members grumble something about, yeah, but we all have to share the same. Never mind. And <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we establish the cannon for what the bathroom looks like on the airship. I don't know <laughs> if I... Is it just a hole in the floor? Well, for... for do we d- just shit all over the... For to do, it's Various everywhere. lands we're flying over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my right. god. Shitting <laughs> diarrhea. I would imagine, actually, that there is definitely, like, a... Like, what's called almost like a... You know, like, it's almost kind of an RV. There's, like, a septic system inside this airship but just like, a, like a, essentially a room or a chamber like toward the bottom of the ship that is devoted to just storing everyone's yeah. which poor it crew member has it deposits you know <laughs> they very ingeniously made the um the fresh and wastewater systems as part of the ballast see for all the liquids and uh in solids one consumes one generally lets the same amount out, so it becomes this <laughs> yeah, 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 balanced yeah, yeah. ballast thing in the bottom of the ship. The weight of the airship never really changes. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> they, they, they just sort of figured this out as they went on. Right, but eventually, you know, that needs to be... Yes, you got to get fresh water you know, and you got to get the brown, the brown water out. Um, mm-hmm. And it's someone's job, someone on the crew's job to do that, but that's what some of the red shirts are for. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it... You know, there's only maybe a couple of these small confined rooms themselves to do your business in because the rest of the airship is used for more practical purposes. We've like, more than one. Um, there's like I would say two, one on one on either side of the ship. There's like forty huh. people on this ship. We've got yeah, I can see the airship having like two and a half baths. Let's say <laughs> yeah, one room is just like it's like a storage closet, but there's a shower in there. Okay, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like there's right. like it's like just 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 like a little, but yeah. the, you have no idea how it got there. Yeah. This may surprise the listeners, but pregnant. Is a bath man. Don't take showers. It doesn't doesn't surprise. It doesn't actually. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. literally not shocking at all. I don't like, think anyone in, is surprised. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. real extravagant with his bubble bath beard. Right. I mean, I just yeah, think it makes you're them. a cultured yeah. amphibian. Yeah. <laughs> you're still an amphibian. Bubble bath goggles, bubble bath beard, bubble bath top hat, the whole works. Phil, this is a. Uh, Quick reminder to uh, we're gonna mark the episode right here in case you felt inspired to draw pregnant in a bubble bath. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Especially the bubble bath top hat. Well, see now it's just a top hat with a shower cap on top of the top hat, right? Well, I'm I'm just imagining. You don't want to get the top hat wet. No, no, I'm imagining <laughs> the top. It's like a bubble top. Like he forms oh. the bubbles into a top hat kind of shape. Right. Got you. Imagine like, got you. you guys are just living in this, like, you know, you're just hanging out. Everyone's having a lovely time while, like, our heroes are having one of the most grueling experiences of their lives down below this mountain. Yes. Yeah. Pretty typical. Uh, right. Toast, he he's sort of taken on the role as the elder red shirt. I mean, he that's all what he's always been, but he's been a red shirt since the days way back when. Yeah, he was one of the so, first red shirts. Yeah, so he's just the senior red shirt now, and he's right. still doing things like helping to clean out the ballast when, uh, 
you know, uh, when we've stopped. Like, he's doing some of the dirty work. He's had to take him up to some of the horrible, horrible things that Dr. Dudu has left behind Absolutely. in his wake. Well, um, we're going to start, actually, we're, I'm gonna, we're going to start right there. Because um, you're on the deck now. Yes. Swabbing it. Swabbing the deck with the same shit-eating grin on his face. Right. It's cold out here. Yeah, big bundled choppy up. Yeah. motions with it. Like, he's really getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably also like maybe even picking some of the um, frost or like ice, you know, like off the ship too, oh, so yeah. to make sure that you know the the, the deck is clear. And um, because of the altitude, or because of the altitude, you... okay, yeah, interesting, yeah. And it's, it's a bit of a snowy peak up here. How high does this bird fly? Oh, it flies high. We're at about oh my. We're at about fourteen thousand, fifteen thousand feet, maybe more. All right. That's enough. So it's a you know, yeah. The air, air appears a little thin too. You know what I mean? Like you're definitely like, t- it's taken some time to acclimatize. Like pregnant. If you were baking at all, like you 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 realize that it's the recipes had to be adjusted a bit because of the elevation. I feel like at that point, at fourteen thousand feet, we're using a pressurized cabin. Yeah. Or yeah. What have you? That's I that's don't know. yeah yeah that's, pressurized kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pregnant at least has a pressurized oven. Yeah, that makes well, sense. I was gonna yeah. say your there oven is calibration. Some minor it's canon now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is when I, we established probably these some sort of minor magical field, maybe amplified by technology, keeping the ship in some sort of I love it. atmosphere bubble. Yeah, right, right, I right, love right, it. right, right. Listen, it, this is a world with a, a crazy science organization in like a weird, strange medieval time. So yeah, yeah. Like, crazy things happen. Magic and technology are being used together to make this thing actually work. Yeah, magic or not, PV is still going to equal NRT. Yes. <laughs> Undoubtedly. <laughs> who would doubt that? That's not a joke. Who, what? Who, no, I'm just serious. NRT. Yeah. PV equals NRT. Deal with it, babies. <laughs> so we're back to the deck. Hair flip. <laughs> and um, Toast, you hear someone down below calling up to the airship. Phil. Down below. What kind of down below are we talking about here? Down that rope ladder. Feet down below. Well, down that rope ladder, like that brings you down to ground level. Like you would have to descend from the airship as it is like anchored here, so to speak. Uh-huh. Wait, somebody just um, clung onto it? No, no. They're shouting down from this the, 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 the surface. Okay. Where shouting they, up from the surface. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yes. That's what I meant to say. Did I, have I been saying down this whole time? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, if I could, I kind of had my own entry in mind okay um just because of the nature nature of the beast um so what it is you're going to see uh this hawk uh it's a red-tailed hawk so not very big but quite agile and it's just kind of making its way right at eye level with the deck and just kind of riding the wind in and it comes to rest right on the uh the railing i guess right on the edge of the airship Probably trying to find a spot that's not surrounded by a whole lot of people. So wherever that may be towards the bow, it may be towards the aft. Uh, All of a sudden, you see the hawk hop onto the deck and transforming in front of you is a furbolg. A a seven foot eight. A rather tall (laughs) female furbolg. I have a little description. Yeah. Please tell us what what does she look like? <clears throat> she has a uh, seven foot eight, um, 
two two hundred plus pounds easy. She, it's a it's a big person, big build, uh, light blue skin, silvery gray eyes, with a prominent red blushed nose, rather broad, uh, long flopped ears coming out of a big mess of braided orange hair. Nice. And she's not wearing any footwear. She has large hairy feet. Nice. And a little bit of that orange fuzz over the light blue skin. Dude, gotta love natural slippers. <laughs> uh, her adventuring clothes are mainly green and tan. Uh, high quality of natural materials, interwoven fibers of fur and plants, uh, various opaque stones carved in, inlaid into buckles and buttons. Um, so there's no metal on her whatsoever. And she's just shrouded in this dark blue hooded cloak. Um, and you see at her side, she has this uh, long, gnarled wooden staff. What kind of dark blue? Um, this is like a real midnight, deep, like midnight. Navy. Yeah, midnight, midnight oh. blue. It, it's, I mean, maybe just a little bit of shimmer. Could be the type of material. Oh. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and in this quarter staff, fixed at the end, is a rather large, almost softball-sized moonstone. Um, and she uh, she greets and looks at whoever is around her. It would be toast. Just toast. <laughs> There's no other entrance. Toast, toast, <laughs> toast is on the deck. I, I mean, you might the dwarf dwarf Dorfson might be here and might be not here, like you know, every, every now and again. But really, toast is up here. Okay, working. I just see this jovial halfling, and I go, "Oh, excuse me. I have been traveling for quite some time. I'm looking for the heroes of Telduria." Welcome to the ship! Hi, my name is Arasatra. <laughs> Who are you? Arasatra, I am Toastaker Grundleplinth the Third. Pleased to be at your service. Well, if you're at my service, could you please direct me to the captain or um, <laughs> official in charge, please? At that moment, Pregnard comes up uh, from below deck yes. with a towel wrapped around his waist and a bubble bath captain's hat. <laughs> um, a, a moment, a moment of shock. A little he, bit, uh, a little so, bit. He's startled. sort of waving around a a a, ba- a, a back brush, like a bathtub brush. <laughs> the scrub brush, waving, like like a scepter. Yeah, he's waving rat around like a like a sort of what he imagines you know a captain should have it would be a scepter. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's what he's doing. Could I roll uh, like <laughs> nature to see if I know what a magogol is? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> yeah, actually, I, I I think Pregnard is the acting adult. Oh, here. oh my! I'm a goggle. It is me. I'm Pregnard. I'm a goggle. Oh, I'm a goggle. This is amazing. I've I've heard about you, but I've never actually met one. Hello, I'm acting captain. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is wonderful. I can uh, hear Mike squirming. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that, that's the forfeit he has to pay for not being here. Right. right. <laughs> we won't do anything to his character, but the things surrounding him, yes. Well, they, I mean, listen, life goes on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the world continues to spin on. Anyways. Um, I had heard a lot about the heroes of Tal'Duria and, and their eclectic collection of heroes, but I had no idea the captain was a Magoggle. How fantastic. Yes, we are very important in the, um, you know, the Mogul seems to be the most important. <laughs> oh, yes, um, of course. Uh, 
I, I feel like I would like to make an insight contest against your persuasion on that right, one. Because there is definitely and a I'm, chain of command here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really That's hoping I lose this one because I really want Toast to be convinced. I was going to say, right. you would just know, but now that you're calling for a role, maybe you don't. And you know no, we've been adventuring with Pregnar well, lately. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, do I need to roll insight? No, what am I doing? Deception? <laughs> Um, deception or probably persuasion. Right. Well, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I'm not trying to deceive. Whichever one Tyler does believe what he's yeah. saying. Yeah. I, <laughs> no. Yeah. And oh, good because I'm. Oh. It's a 22 for me. That's a solid net 20 for Dave. Mm. That 20 <laughs> plus what? It's a net 20 from you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the second one tonight. Yeah, I actually rolled the nat twenty to know Plus what a mogul five, is. So a twenty-five. So you you know, know the chain of command on this ship. <laughs> yes, <laughs> honestly, yeah, 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 yeah. he has a point. <laughs> he is the ranking member of the crew. Yeah, I guess. Shit, Pregnard is the most senior member. I mean, of the crew. I mean, no, like, like him, <laughs> him or um, what's it? Mike's on the Murph. The Murph. But yeah, Murph's no, not around. No, so Murph it, is not. There's no way they charge. put Murph in charge. No, Murph's the new guy. Between Jarrell and Zero and Paradil, I think that they would probably vote Pregnar right yeah, now. And, and they <laughs> would all say Pregnar because none of them are here. And Felix is not here to grandstand and say it's him. Yes. So. Pregnar is the acting captain of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I really like how we've. We've danced around it now for about the, like five yeah. minutes or so. Anyway. Yeah. I like your furry feet. Uh, what is your name? Pregnar bends down to pet your furry feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she will, um, I mean, do you still have the bubble top hat? or like anything? It's a captain's it's, hat. It's, it's, it's captain's yeah, but it's kinda, hat. <laughs> you know, I bend down to pet your furry feet, and it's kind of drooping and dribbling. So it's like getting sort of like on my face, and I, I kind of just bubbles. swipe it off. Well, some of the bubbles have frozen at this point, too. So, like, it's like. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It looks like a fucking mess. It's not. It's not <laughs> anything that the air is at a solid pressure and it's not moving, but it's still cold as shit out here. There's yeah. like a mirror just before Can't you get above deck, yeah. and you know, Pregnard overheard what was going on above deck, and he like sort of primped his his bubble hat, so it looked perfect as soon as he got above deck, but then very quickly started to degrade. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> is the bubble beard over the moss beard frozen? Uh yes. Yeah, Pregnard. <laughs> It's safe to say he does not take the moss beard off. Ever? Right. Um, well, I'm sure it grows. You know. I mean, you have he, to, like, he takes he it off just it. <laughs> when he's under maybe extreme duress. Mm, okay. But in the bath, no. Moss beard stays on. And, yeah, the bubble beard goes over the moss beard. You've got to moisturize <laughs> the moss. Right. You can't let the moss beard dry out. Yeah. So, um, she leans down and she just kind of like cradles the back of your head while you're over her feet. Let's go, oh my dear Pregnant, I've traveled a long ways to be here. I am so grateful for the work you have done for our land and I hope to be of service. Uh, forgive me, permission to come aboard. Permission granted, do you like a frittata? <laughs> a frittata? I, I don't believe I've had one before. Oh, it is cold up here. Come below deck. We'll have a frittata and we'll talk. <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. I am quite tired. You like it spicy? Well, sure. All right. <laughs> okay. You don't, you don't have that. Uh, are you coming, Toast? 
Absolutely. Uh, he did introduce himself as Toastaker Grundleplinth the Third to you. Are you coming, Toastaker Grundleplinth the Third? <laughs> Absolutely, I am. <laughs> Wonderful. Lead the way. Oh my. Pregnart marches below deck with his back brush scepter in a hand, and she stoops quite low to try and like get yeah, down you these definitely... stairs. It's not built for seven foot eight. <laughs> As you're walking down, you pass an open door in which a sleeping Dudu is sitting on the toilet. <laughs> she pauses. The door's, the door's open. <laughs> and he's just like perched on it like a goose would be. Perfect. <laughs> goose Dudu seems like the type that just shits with the door open. <laughs> well, they're trying to train him. <laughs> yeah. Right, because usually it's just all over the deck. Yeah, we've made great strides in oh, getting him into the stall. Right, or at least this is progress. wherever he's walking. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's all so cold out there. Right. So uh, Ari definitely pauses and thinks to herself, what have I got myself into? <laughs> Wait, how, how tall is uh, Zero again? Zero is about six seven. Right? Yeah, about six seven. Okay, so we're pushing it with the seven foot eight fur bulk. For and that's sure. that's kind of. I mean, yeah. they get up to eight feet plus yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like we've right, made right. the halls spacious, mm-hmm. but eight feet might be pushing it. Like you we might have, have a couple Goliaths. Crouch. So, yeah. Oh, if we've got Goliaths, then we definitely yeah, actually, have you know, gone with ten we, foot. We, we have yeah, we have Stenton Crossbreeze. So. Yeah, and Manservant. And Manservant. Yeah, we're go. <laughs> yeah, we went with ten foot decks. Yeah, I'm so sure Jarrell insisted. We are. Can't we have, have we, a manservant with back problems. We can accommodate all kidding? heights on this ship. Daryl makes him carry that box everywhere. Yes, <laughs> but I'm the sure man he... has back problems. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but why give him more by making him have to stoop? Right. You know, even you, I'm sure, want him to lift with his legs. <laughs> yes. So we're all sitting around the the table. Pregnant. Yeah. Did, did you really cook this? This is fantastic. This is some of the best food I've ever had. I'm glad you like it. I hope you do not get diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to say, uh, can, since you had it spicy. Sure. Um, I would like for you to make me... You know, actually, first, uh, Zach, I'm going to actually have you make me... Ro- roll me a D10. For how spicy? Really? A D10? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a three. Okay. All right, I need you to make me a con save. A 15. You can handle the spice a little bit. It's not too bad. Like, you you, you enjoy it. Obviously, Dudu could not. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has got quite a kick to it. It wasn't the spiciest you've made, Pregnar, but, you, you know, like at least, like, I think you, you, were, you were testing the waters, you know? It's like one of those things, right? Yes, a doctor Dudu gets very bad diarrhea, so I can make it as spicy as I like it. Well, I understand. I mean, you are feeding the masses here. Right? Do you like the word diarrhea? Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I really hate the word. <laughs> it is a, a natural occurrence. I, I find nothing particularly... It's just natural. It is. It is. Oh, my. Dudu walks into the room. There was nothing natural about that, Fragnard. Ah. Oh, he's awake. And, and he, oh, um, oh my. He, oh my. he passes, like, a, a big bird hand, you know, wing behind him to, like, air himself Waft. out as, oh, he, as no. he walks into the kitchen. And we've made, we're just, it's just toilet humor. Though. <laughs> we've gone straight to cloaca jokes yeah. already. <sighs> We'll let, the, we'll let the listeners at home 
take their time to look up Cloaca and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is a eclectic bunch? I forgive me. Um, I, I I knew the heroes employed many uh, other associates, but I've not heard of the three of you. I was looking for the captain, or perhaps um the Jabral the Light. Yeah. Heroes, oh, th- th- thank you. And we'll walk into the kitchen to start snacking on some little sausages. He wasn't listening at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a bin of sausages that you shove your neck down into. It's yeah. <laughs> right. And then I tip my head back and they disappear. <laughs> He's not even, yeah, doesn't even care. <laughs> you see, I come from a land uh, close to the kingdom of Vash, and I had heard word. Um, to be honest, I have been waiting for word for a very long time. Uh, me and my people have been bordering the uh, the crucible lands and the incursions uh, occurring there are really starting to create problems close to my people. Um, so one of the heard of you, I, I, I knew I had to at least try to make contact and see if I could help. Um, and, and Toast will speak up. The Lord Captain along with the Avatar of War and the rest of uh, the heroes that you would know about are currently on a mission. They will be back soon. You can leave a message (laughs) at the sound of the Wii. (laughs) (laughs) Still looking Uh, uh, very earnest. Hello, heroes. My name is Arasatra, (laughs) and I have come here to, to help in any way I can. How, how long can this message be? He's a, he, uh, he, it's not, obvious he's not writing anything down. Like oh, no one is. Not he is. He is looking intently. <laughs> Just mouth mouth so, agape. Yeah. So I, I, I glance at Pregnard. He hasn't blinked. No he's, he's, he I, like I'm seeing his character kind of fall into like like that that um. Kenneth roll from 30 Rock. <laughs> like, he, like he's just super earnest. You know, he's going to do really well uh, about things, but he's a little dumb. Well, <laughs> yeah. But he's, yeah, I mean, like intently staring, hat, no, not blinking as you are leaving this message for the heroes. I, I prefer to stay on the airship uh, until you return, but in case I'm not here, I, I do hope that you uh, agree to um, my assistance. And 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 you know, any help we can we can have together will solve these problems much sooner. Thank you. I will pass along that message at my earliest convenience. Wow. Now, and I promise I wasn't listening to the message, but I did overhear that you said uh, you wanted to stay here. I'm sure that if you asked the acting captain, he would certainly allow you to stay until they return. Well, pregnant. I, I don't want to be any sort of burden or anything, but I, maybe I could be useful. Yeah, I think so. You can stay in my room if you like. Well, um, if if it's suitable for me, I would, I would be very happy. Thank you. So that's that's the the big determiner right there. <laughs> <laughs> she realizes I that. I mean, you were like a third her size, right. maybe three and, feet. Pretty disgusting. Yeah. In, like texturally. <laughs> so wholesome. What you would sleep in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, introductions have been made. It seems like at least like you've you're comfortable for now, Ari. I mean, you're these are not the this is not the company that you expected to see here, but it's the company you got. So, <laughs> and I, I'm sure I, there's other people on the ship. The red coats there are, are yeah. Like, yeah red shirts. Red shirts. That's right. 
Big difference. <laughs> apologies. Apologies to our British listeners. Meant nothing by it. Two if by sea. Three if by air. Four if by my goggle. <laughs> then we're really so, fucked. There are four lights. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm, I'm actually really glad you mentioned the red shirts. Because that's actually what I was going to mention here. Um, you do see that there are other people working on this ship, Ari, but... They don't really pay you much mind. Like they, they, that's, that's not their job to know who the guests and other people are. It's their job to just keep things running, floating, and operating properly. Um, and Jed Dim, you see him like walking through the hallways, um, just like just checking some, you know, checking all the machinations and just the things going on in the ship. When he just kind of like stops dead in his tracks as he reaches the crew quarters. He just like, kind of gives you a blank stare. And then you just see him like run to the top, like deck of the ship. Who is he staring at? Ari? Like, just like, no, he just like, like at all of you. Oh, I was going to say, us. we're in the galley, right? We were just kind of chowing, still yeah. communing Talking, around some frittatas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> it's just a happy little gathering here. But yeah, you all see, you know, Jed Dim. Um, one of your, you know, the red shirt. Okay. You know, the, 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 the top trainee of Zero. Right. Sort of startled, surprised. What um, kind of expression? It was sort it was very, it was, okay. His face goes blank, almost. Like, I wouldn't say, like, shock. Thousand yards there? Yeah. And then just goes straight up, like, in a, in a bit of a hurry to the, uh, with the same blank expression. And, and we all we all made eye contact. He stood there long enough. We yeah. all turned and saw him, and then yeah. he just like just walked away with great haste. Yes. Um, and who was that? Um, at this point, Toast unobtrusively slips out of the scene, and I'm just going to go at a uh, strength, uh, at a stealth check to sure. just stealth out after them right. without anybody else noticing. Sure, absolutely. And that's going to be a unnatural twenty. An unnatural 20. Ooh, yeah. So unnatural. Yeah. I mean, you, you're probably easily, it's way higher than everyone's passive perception. Yeah. So you're, you you sneak away undetected. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm assuming after Jed? Yes. Okay. And following kind of the unobtrusive in plain sight sort of thing going on. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, no one really notices you leave. Like you just, you kind of just blend into the, to everything that's just happening mm-hmm. here. No one's paying you any mind. And you see that Jed goes to the top deck of the ship and goes to like where the rope ladder is, um, like kind of fastened and you see him just grab onto the sides and then just like let go and like he's just like sliding down just like the the rope ladder like mm. like i mean his hand like, hand like like gloves start to like smoking from like the just the friction of him like just like loosely holding on to like the sides of this rope ladder mm. as he slides all the way down good god and he just like falls off and just into the snow Hmm. Oh dear, pregnant. Where has uh, Toastaker gone? Now, Toast, you noticed when he went down, there was brief eye contact between the two of you. Same very blank expression, and then he just like let go. Like this is very uncharacteristic of the otherwise very excited, very eager Jed Dim. Hmm. Anyway, um, <laughs> Pregnant opens up a secret panel on the wall, takes out his cloak. <laughs> uh, puts it on, removes the towel, and says, I don't know, let's go find out. 
All do, right. That, do you wake to do? Is he is he asleep again? Yes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> back on the toilet? No, uh, in the middle of the kitchen. Oh, after oh. Seeing, <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're all right there. After uh, seeing that Toast wants to go back to the group, but he wants to do it in the same stealthy way, so he just reappears right back. As if you had never left. Had never left. (laughs) Absolutely. I I, I would say that that is definitely well within Toast's wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What does he say? (laughs) Oh, I'm right here. (laughs) Because you had said where Toast. You startled me. I just, all right, there you are. (laughs) Just on the other side of you now? (laughs) (laughs) I probably did like the look to the door, the look back at the people. But you never looked down. The look to the door and then looked back to the people, and there he is. (laughs) (laughs) It appears that Jed Dim has been has been tampered with in some way. (laughs) uh, Tampered with. (laughs) And has left the ship. Let's go get him. <laughs> <laughs> he went um, down the rope ladder into the snow. That's why I'm going to go to. As then, you guys. Um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> and then Pragnart jumps. Uh, he just doesn't even use the rope ladder. He, he jumps off the ship down into the snow. Oh, man. Yeah, so Pregnant actually goes straight ahead, but would you guys, the rest of you notice as you're walking up is that a couple red shirts are also joining you. There's probably about two or three more, hmm. all with blank expressions on their faces walking up to the deck of the ship with you. Um, Pregnard is now down on the ground, though. We'll address that in a moment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting two and two together. Do you feel like I should make a check to see if Toast puts two and two together? Yes. Um, Okay. Toast, make me an insight check. (laughs) Three plus five is only an eight. Okay. I mean, there's some weird shit happening. Like this is un this is not this is not normal operations for the ship, but these are Omega Project employees, and the Omega Project is working down below on the surface. Doesn't explain the weird like just blank expressions, but maybe everyone's just tired today. Scientists are strange. Um <laughs> Pregnard did wake Dadu, so Dadu is going. Pregnard, oh, where did you go? Get out of my! Where are all you people coming? And I'm going to do an Arcana check. Oh, sure. To see if I would recognize them as under the influence of some sort of magical spell. I, I'll give you that. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's just a uh, sixteen. You know, there's something oddly, I wouldn't say necessarily magical in like a, an enchantment or like something that. You know, you're familiar with as far as like wizardry is concerned, mm-hmm. but there is something supernatural about it. About the way that these people are acting. Okay. Um, now, but they, can, but they continue walking up to the the deck of the ship. Uh, Dudu will like kind of like wet, like going through a crowd that's moving a little bit faster than him. He'll, he'll eventually get outside. Right. Um, the red shirts begin descending as well. These ones um, more normally, but like at a brisk pace. Dudu takes off. Okay, right. You can fly. Um, what about you, Ari? Well, wh- wh- where is everybody going? Does this normally happen with you? Is this lunch or something? Everybody's walking away. Well, yeah. I mean, like, all the, yeah, all the crew members left. Like, yeah, maybe it's like, you, you know, something that's happening on this ship. Like, maybe like, there's an operation or something that you didn't know about or... 
Well, I traveled a long way, and the only people that I really have <laughs> been talking to, to this whole time just got the fuck we're, up and left. We're the Magago and the Halfling, so I'm staying with them. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to at least get some answers. Like, are we going to meet the heroes? Is, is something wrong? What would Toast say to that? Hmm. Strange things are afoot. Strangely but, enough, that's pretty normal around here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the heroes of Tal'Duria. <laughs> just decided. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wee. <laughs> yeah. uh, she she steals herself and and fastens her her clothing and says, well, "This should be interesting." Yeah. I mean, come on. For us, this is Tuesday, right? <laughs> But I mean, I mean, she was looking for totally different people. Now oh, she's, yeah. She's with a goose, <laughs> yeah. a halfling, and a McGoggle. And she's like so much taller than them and really unsure of where she is. It's cold. She's, and the gang I mean, Shanghai's another. Frankly, <laughs> this is good preparation for the kind of, you know, eight to nine on the weird shit o meter things that happen to the heroes of the kingdom of Vesh. That is correct. So. Like, it's a bizarre existence. If you can't handle this level of bizarreness, they would burn you out. (laughs) Well, so she's at least trying to get information. Who are all these people? She knew the heroes were an eclectic group who had associates and had notoriety, at least throughout the Kingdom of Vesh and beyond. So she has followed her intuition to see where you are, meets the three of you and the rest of these people, and she really wasn't sure why you were specifically here she just came here to get with you guys right so she still has a lot of questions um she wants to help but at the same time she's really confused right <laughs> well it's gonna get more confusing for you now Ari, because you guys now get to the, 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 the bottom level of the airship and the three red shirts that descended along with you have now started marching immediately towards the main base camp and there is a person-sized um, sort of indent into the snow, the base here of a, of a jet dim. Pregnant, you were the first down. So um, where did you go straight to the jet dim uh, outline? Yeah, I'm going to inspect that. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's no jet dim in here. What? Are there any footprints? No. Uh, well, okay. Actually, yes, kind of. It looks like it just kind of like the, 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 this d- depression, so to speak, here, mm-hmm. where his body was at some point. Right. It's quite deep. Okay. Um, I look down into the imprint, the depression. Yeah, it's a lot. It's actually like it's come almost very icy in here. Like it's almost and something that looks like someone that's like almost carved out, like um, a small pathway that you know, almost as if Jed would have probably had to be crawling to like move through this uh, through the snow like a little inchworm okay <laughs> um I <laughs> so I I wait a moment for the rest of the group to catch up with me takes about like you know 60 seconds or so okay and um I get hot on that trail yeah uh, you, everyone sees pregnant literally just dive into the uh into the jet dim hole and Again, the other red shirts just march straight to the base camp. Mm-hmm. Do you? What do you guys? What do the three of you do while Pregnart scampers off? Um, under d- the snow. 
Dudu will like in like this weird little bird shuffle manner uh-huh. will like scoot himself behind Pregnar. Uh, yeah, you can't fit. Okay, so how far can my goose neck? That's th- three feet. I can look in. Three you can feet. look in and like see Pregnar go off. <laughs> Do I see anything else? Um, no. Actually, uh, making a perception check. Eighteen. Um, there is uh, what appears to be some drops of blood. Okay. Um, in this icy cavernous area. Uh, Pregnant, where are you going? That look at all, looks dangerous. What do I see? Um, it's again, it's a carved out tunnel, but as you, it just kind of continues on and then gets goes deeper into the what appears to be almost like the, the like just like ice. Oh, I have an idea. Like a, like a thick layer of ice. So to clarify, it's like maybe a three foot. Like it kind of goes down a bit, and then it almost like kind of slides in to like a little cavern, like icy cavern. So to cl- clarify, I jumped into the depression made by the the jet dim jet dim landing. Yeah. And at the bottom of that depression, there was just like a, a little cavern hole. that opened up. Yeah, it looked like a, like a tiny little crawl space that they, like, like that, you, okay. that you could fit through, or a human could if they. Just and then it. through that crawl space, it opens up further into like a more sustained walkway. Yeah, like almost like a like an ice cave. Okay. Like, um, like ice tube, so to speak. Okay, and how how big is that? Um, it's pretty much wide enough to support you as a magogol. Okay. Or like a, a, a human, if they were like to like you know be stretched out a little bit. Okay. Like straight. Dudu looks because he's blocking the hole now. Yeah. Dudu looks at the other two, um, Ari and uh, Toast, and says, "I've been meaning to try this," and he turns himself into a raccoon. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use Shape Changer and turn myself into a raccoon with a little beard. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I can turn myself into a level one or more uh, lower creature. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Repeat and, yourself. And, and this is probably, this was the spell that originally caused you to turn into... Accidentally. Yeah, I, I, I can't like, get I can't get back to my human form, and I haven't been able to find the spell or you know magic or science whatever to turn you, me back to my human. You form. have learned how to do this spell, so you can at least revert to goose after you turn into a level one. Yes. Beast. yeah, he can go yes. back to goose person. <laughs> but that's it, just goose <laughs> or, a, or a cocra. So yeah, uh, did do currently I'm a raccoon. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> this. I, I, I almost want to picture like this raccoon has like at least some remnants of like feathers like in the fur, and even <laughs> even like a little bit of like what Dudu's outfit kind of looked like. Shrinks uh, <laughs> down with you. I love that. I love that so much. Um, yeah. So raccoon Dudu and um, Pregnard <laughs> are in the hole. Are in the hole. Uh, how big is the hole? I don't know. Kind of too big for you. Big. Yeah. Well, obviously, but I mean, what is, how big, I mean, Pregnard, I don't really know how big Pregnard is. About three feet. So the snow here was surprisingly deep. Yeah. Uh, and then when, like, it just seemed like where Jed Dim dove into, like it kind of, cre- like if, deeper down, it kind of opens up into, I would say maybe like a three foot diameter, um, like hole. Okay. That like almost slides down and in. And did you notice that there was some droplets of blood a little bit in there? Okay. Uh, Ari wants to. Uh, she wants to wild shape. She's gonna wild shape into a wolf, which could probably squeeze through this. Yeah, yeah. 
So an arctic wolf. But like a, yeah, but like a, like a regular wolf, not a dire wolf. No. Right. No. Just to get through the hole and kind of just have a little bit of form. Sounds good. And I, it's it's safe to say that uh, Toast um, actually can check fit Discord. himself. Oh. Oh. Okay. Toast is missing. So, uh, it's the three of you. Um, in fact, okay, well, I'm sorry. It's Pregnar and now two animals. <laughs> because Toast has just up and disappeared. Yeah, because just Toast has vanished out of the scene. At least for right now, he's just vanished out of the scene. No one really noticed as he left, but uh, you, you, it's pretty much now Pregnar, the Disney princess, being followed by essentially a, a raccoon. Pregnar, the a, Disney princess? And a wolf. Because oh. you have your woodland creatures. Yeah, you have woodland creatures. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know... And one day, super we, wholesome, a super wholesome character, right? right. Yeah. With, with the name. and one yeah, and one day, we like everything else will be owned by Disney. So, correct <laughs> a Disney princess. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, we're still going down this trail. Yeah. Um. It, it eventually, it, it very quickly turns into like a slide. Like you'd have to slide down. And, and spiral down. Really inconvenient time for Toast to <laughs> oh, disappear. Yeah, as soon sure. as we get to the slide, Toast is nowhere to be seen to let out his catchphrase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunate. Unfortunate. <right>. So, Pregnard uh, <laughs> goes down the slide. Yeah. In silence. In silence. <laughs> it is, yeah, does Pregnard actually say anything while riding the spiral slide down? Yeah, he lets out Toast's catchphrase, but in aquatic. So it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's the greatest time to bring that back. You son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Ari, Ari thought it was entirely natural for the goose to turn into a raccoon. Yeah, right? and this is. And this cavern is it's very odd because it's Why like it's, it's just, just like it's, right. It's almost like a tube that's like in like unexpected, like almost like just gl- like glacial like ice. Like it's just just blue, like crystally blue around. You can't really see through it. It's because it's just it's just ice everywhere surrounding you. But it's like really, it's kind of pretty even with your dark. You know, it's dark vision at this point now. That's guiding the way. But oh, pregnant doesn't have dark vision. I don't think so. Uh oh. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Pregnant, it starts to get dark in here pretty quickly. It's, it's, uh... Um, then, in that case, I am going to... be... Hmm. Shit out of luck? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, what can I do? I thought I had some sort of, like, something to light something. Hang on. I don't know. Pregnard casts Sunbeam. Um, <laughs> Pregnard has a pretty deep tool bag, I think. The Pregnard laser just starts cutting through the sun. Right. Do you have the light cantrip? No, but I don't know. So shape water includes change color. That probably doesn't... Uh, doesn't really help you in the dark? Yeah. Hmm. Really? Shit? Uh, does Pregnard have torches? <laughs> yes. Maybe. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Or a lantern? <laughs> hmm. Oh, poor Pregnard. So, hmm. so now Pregnard is down there, right? Pregnard is sliding. Have you guys slid along behind him? Um, 
Yes, I would say that Dudu would go after him. That raccoon Dudu would, yes. And he would the yeah. entire way he'd be scratching his little raccoon claws around the side, like flatten his chest like a cat going down, going, Oh, pregnant! Can you talk while uh, transformed into another animal? It doesn't say I can't. It doesn't say you can't. <laughs> it can't speak, cast spells, or take any other action that requires hands or speech. Okay. So you're pretty much just a ra- you are just a raccoon. For all intents and purposes. So I'm literally just going <laughs> all the way, all the way down, scratching around. Yeah, you cannot communicate. <laughs> Ari has followed uh, again a dog, a big, big wolf, right? Trying to slide on this ice. So the paws have claws, but they're just kind of scratching. And, they're and, not, they're not gripping at all. She's sliding down. At least the wolf has dark vision. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It doesn't even say that. Oh my god, the wolf doesn't have dark vision. No one has dark vision. This is the greatest day of my life. Yeah, it's re- relying on hearing and smell. So yeah. I'm I'm really just smelling on Pregmart trying to hit, hit that <laughs> trying to hit that that sound <laughs> the scent just get up on. You know, what? I mean, yeah, you could smell Pregmart. I mean, Pregmart is very easy to smell. <laughs> I want I want to stay in this shape cuz I figured until I'm in an area suitable for me to stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is still quite it's still quite narrow in here. I have to remain in the shape. Right. Uh, eventually this slide well then eventually and ends you guys up and you feel like you, like you land on a on a hard surface. Uh, I need everybody to make except for toast dexterity saving throws. Oh no. <laughs> oh yes. Uh Ari. Eleven. Pregnart. Nat one. And to do. Fifteen. To do I mean you're a raccoon, so eventually <laughs> <laughs> you land okay. However, Ari, um well, Pregnart was first. You went right you were right behind him essentially. And unfortunately, Pregnant lands like you, you land on your face when you slide out of here. You get, you, get, you kind of got turned around a little bit in this tube. My most precious asset. Right. <laughs> uh, and then a wolf lands on top of you. Uh huh. Gross. Pregnant breaks. Er, Pregnant breaks your fall, Ari. However, Pregnant, you're gonna take three bludgeoning damage. All right. Um. Upon and it's dark in here. Upon landing, um, I somehow. Temporary hit points. Yeah, you still yeah. have those. Do okay. I still have those? You're yeah. still okay. inspired by... Okay. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's stuck with you. It's TDM catchy. Uh, now, uh, do I have to use Polymorph to turn back into Dudu? You would have to end the spell on okay. yourself. So I will scurry around really fast, fi- like, because I can't see anything. Right. So I just want to like make sure that there's enough room for my full form to be in here. Is there? Uh-huh. Yeah, there's plenty of room. I will turn back and I will say, ah, "Pregnant, that scared the out of me." <laughs> and uh, um, the will pass another one of his transmuter stones <laughs> through his cloak. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, Dudu now has sixty feet of dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Dark Vision. <laughs> that tracks. Uh, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> when that happens, um, Dudu will offer a torch to Pregnart. And now Pregnart, does Pregnart light the torch? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You guys can see in here now. He uses shocking grasp to light the torch. How tall Spark. is the ceiling? Um, on ten feet. Okay. And what do we see? Like, how big is this? It is a twenty-foot square room. The um, walls in here are sort of this like crystally ice, uh, but you can actually see that there's actually some stones and stuff like that now. Like you've reached like part of the mountain ice dungeon. Slightly, it's slightly sloped. It's just one room mm-hmm. from what from you can see right now. There's like, just like this. It's like almost like like where the ice kind of ends, and now like a sort of weird small cavern begins. Got it. And you see Jed Dim's limp, lifeless body in the center of the room. He's dead? He's a dead Jed Dim? Jed Dim appears to be dead, Jim. <laughs> oh, no. Um, uh, did... But he's, he's, he's about 10 feet away from me right now. It's, like, it's only about a 20-foot square, like, like just a 20-foot like, room, like, mm. like just a cavern, slightly sloped. And there appears to be no other... Uh, Entry or nothing, exit, nothing. just the slide that we came down at. Um, yeah, that's about all you can see. However, like the the, the 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 torch is glistening a lot off of the ice above you, so it's like hard not hard to see through or around. It, it, everything's kind of very shiny now because of the this crystally blue sort of ice over your heads. Uh, Pregnart hops over to uh, Jed Dim and uh, sees if he can uh, help him in any way. Uh, make me a medicine check. It's uh, twenty one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Jed Dim is definitely dead. What? To do a walk over to him and like, oh, this poor man. Is there nothing we can do for him now? Pregnard gets very morose. Yeah. You see that it was blunt force trauma to the head that did him in. Ari is uh, walking around the other side of, of the corpse and just sniffing it and then trying to get a trace on the blood to see if she can smell that scent anywhere else. Whether or not, I mean, he just like smacked the ground and then slid down this slide into this little room. She is really investigating to see like if there's anything else in this room. Sure, make me an investigation check. (laughs) That one. (laughs) You're searching the walls, like I mean, you're just kind of haphazardly kind of placing your hands around. Different well, as places. a wolf, yes. As oh, a, sorry, <laughs> you are haphazardly. Uh, I'm smelling, smelling, <laughs> and nudging your nose in, in weird locations, and you know, pawing at different things. Right, yeah. Um, and <laughs> you ev- you actually uh, end up almost like pushing something into like like there's in this icy wall in here, like something depresses you're like that's not natural for uh you know ice to have a, a button so to speak or to have something that kind of moves so freely um but above you you see the ceiling open um and a bunch of corpses fall down on top of you and you are now buried underneath like a pile of human corpses oh that was shocking <laughs> That's metal. <laughs> and you can feel air kind of coming in fr- from from uh, from above there. Um, it's only ten feet up, but it's just like a it now it just like looks like a hole, like a like a, like a, like, a, like oblong sort of like you know jagged hole has opened up like something almost like slid out of the way up top. Do we recognize any of the corpses? Um, some of them are wearing Omega Project gear. Mm-hmm. 
um, and are very dead, rigid. <laughs> like the and like the skin is very, 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 very pale and blue. Like they've been dead for a little while. Um, so there's quite a number of these things, like filling up a twenty by twenty space and in, in ten feet. Like no, no, just covering you. Oh, uh, just Ari. the few of us. Just okay. the wolf. Oh, okay, is now. Okay. In a dog I thought pile I was going to have to dig my no. way to the rest of the party no. through it. I mean, I mean, I mean, you're in a dog pile of corpses, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's fucked up. It's just not that fucked up, you know. Uh, you're welcome for that, by the way, Phil. <laughs> so that one gotcha. Uh, yeah. So you would ha- probably have to make uh, if you are still choosing to remain a dog in this dog pile. Uh, make a strength check to get out of it. Yeah. As a dog. A ten. Hmm. Um, takes you some time. You get you, you everyone everyone else can kinda of see you struggling. Um I just <laughs> but it's still a wolf. Um <laughs> So would Dudu be able to fly out of this hole now? I mean it doesn't. It, it you don't see the surface or like light from above, but you feel air. You could probably fly into it. I would say, like out of it. I mean, well, you're you're no longer you're no longer a raccoon, right? No. Okay. <laughs> you could fly like up into whatever chamber is up there. Okay. Um, real quick though, I want to address something. Jed Dim's body stands up. Okay. Um, and we're going to cut to Toast. <laughs> All right. Toast. You snuck away a little bit. Yeah. I took a, about five to ten extra, about five extra minutes on the ship. And then am going to, um, if uh, Dead, Jed Dim stands up. Um, Wait, you're, you weren't there. You no. snuck away. So, yeah, I would be catching up. Oh, okay. Unobtrusively. Unobtrusively. I will slip in at the very best moment. Okay. Okay. Um, just wanted to make sure we addressed that, like, as you were yeah. planning on rejoining, correct? Yes. Okay. Like, I wasn't sure if this was a good time for you. Yeah. To like I, do something. Um. Or. I it would I would be the equivalent of holding an action. I feel like if it becomes zombie time, I'm just going to sneak attack my way into the scene. Okay. Perfect. Uh, so Jed Dim's body stands up. And it moves, uh, it begins moving towards this um, pile of bodies and the opening. And just very slowly, very deliberately, very blankly, climbs up the bodies and goes into the hole above. Okay. Now, Pregnard knows for a fact that Jed Dim was pronounced dead. Jim. Jim. (laughs) So. That's a bit um, uncomfortable. I don't think Pregnard knows how to pronounce dead. He says it more like, Dead. <laughs> dead Jim. <laughs> I think Jed Dim is dead. <laughs> That's how he pronounces dead. Pregnard, do we go after him? Yes. <laughs> uh, Dudu will pick up Pregnard and fly up into the next room. <laughs> Am I able to jump from the pile of corpses? 
Yeah, I mean, you're the last one. I can scratch. <laughs> I can scratch and like climb my way up. Probably. All right. I'm you're a wolf. Staying the wolf. Okay. Toast. Have you caught up with the group yet? Um, I would have. I would attempt to. Are there any checks you feel I should make along the way? You know what? Yeah. Make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's one extreme with the other tonight. A nat one. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. As Ari the wolf in wolf form begins, like you see, like just like the, the, the tail end of this, you know, uh, wolf person, wolf. Yeah. Climbing up into this hole uh, in the ceiling in the chamber, you begin. You just start tumbling out of the slide. Yeah. Like at the last moment, like everyone's already gone or just about gone. And then you hear like just the, the clanking of toast tumbling into this room. Um, and then you hit the far wall uh, and you're going to take, oh, Jesus Christ, 12, <laughs> <laughs> 12 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> I'm just thinking of that meme of the kid going down the slide, whacking off each side on <laughs> the way down, yeah. and just getting spit out the bottom. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened to Toast. What, 12? 12 yeah, bludgeoning okay. damage. I rolled 2d6, and I got fucking sixes on both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, very silently, like, he doesn't make the wee noise. Um, <laughs> no shit. I actually, he made it down the slide. He made it down the slide and did not say weed the whole time. <laughs> because yeah. Off and then fucked up it. the landing. <laughs> but um, actually, I want to see if I perceive the wolf. Yes. You know, you did. You saw it. You saw it on the way in. It was just a little spinny. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he shakes out what looks to be like maybe a, a slightly injured wrist glares at the wolf like, and then uh, attempts to um, slip into the shadows again. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that's going to be a 23 stealth. Yeah, okay. So you you <laughs> very quickly just be, 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 get, get very quiet. <laughs> Make a shushing motion yeah. and now you're, you're, you're like... You Shush and whoosh. Yeah. Just a little bruised and banged up. Yeah. You may have some cuts on your face. Yeah. This is the best thing I can do to, to defend my the little pride I have here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you see that this is, becomes, it's like another like uh, angled sort of passageway. Like you guys are kind of climbing up a bit of a steep, like just like jagged, like rocky space and like, rocky slash icy space until eventually you can, uh, you see that like as you're following Jed Dim, he like punches through, um, like a looser part of the ceiling and light fills the cavern and he's like right he said this opens up like right on the outside of the far end of the Omega Project camp and Jed begins just like slowly marching his way just towards the center of the camp um, just like he's a bit slumped as he's going like he looks like he's like he's like he's, he's kind of got a bit of a limp like not like a zombie dragging its like feet limp, but like almost like he hurt his, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's got like a pulled muscle or like a, you know, sprained ankle or something. He's like limping as he's walking towards <laughs> the uh, camp. Okay, a giant ball of goose and magogol bursts from the earth. <laughs> 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 um, like the lo- most low budget 
bizarre ersatz phoenix of all time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dudu will gently place Pregnart on the ground and like kind of like land next to him. <laughs> this wolf just comes panting up out of the same hole. Yeah, just like like just like kind of yeah, kind of grab onto the edge a little bit. Like it kind of struggles as it's kicking its bottom bottom legs right. to like yeah, push itself up. Yeah, <laughs> and now it's on top of the surface again. This like icy rocky surface. Uh, it's kind of a. It's very. You feel very disoriented. Like you have no idea how you just looped around this like whole this whole way here. Do we um, see the airship? Yeah, kind of. Docked like a little further away from you guys. Okay. And now you're like in the mess of like tents and like general area that the um, that the Omega Project has set up, you know, to, for research and building things. And you can actually see that now. A few of your red shirts are all, you know, like uh, further down where Jed Dim is, Jed Dim's body's walking, uh, are carrying crates of supplies and making their way towards the ascent. Of the mountain. And that's what we're going to call this week's episode. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you like us, you can find us on the internet. We are on such places as Twitter at Hapless Heroes and Instagram at Hapless Heroes, uh, Facebook and uh, Reddit, just uh, Hapless Heroes Podcast. And um, those places will point you to a really amazing and cool place to hang out. Probably the coolest place on our little corner of the interwebs. Our Discord server. Yeah. We have so many fun discussion channels and people to discuss those things with. Uh, It's just a great time, always. You can talk about what is the more more important ingredient in the PB&J sandwich, the peanut butter or the jelly. See, I like to think that they both act equally together. Nah, one's the the peanut butter. I like to think you're both wrong. (laughs) I mean, I agree. It's the bread. Nobody I, just eats a jelly sandwich. I put the. I, I definitely. I definitely go more heavy-handed on the peanut butter than I do the jelly. I do too. Do people but eat it's jelly because sandwiches? Of sugar. Just jelly. People eat jelly sandwiches. Sure. <sighs> it's too much sugar. Have you ever read Paddington Bear? I mean, no. are we calling a marmalade sandwich? Okay, is, is marmalade I a jelly? I fucking hate marmalade. <laughs> so this is just a sample, just a sample of the discussion slash arguments that we could be having for no fucking reason besides we just enjoy talking to each other on our Discord server. I just like being right. <laughs> you frequently are. If I always am. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In my opinion. Who's <laughs> that? Challenge me, Dad. If you <laughs> really like us, you could leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. We've uh, seen so many of your kind words, and you've just like, oh my god, just melted our hearts with like all the lovely things you've said about this show. It really kind of puts the wind in our sails, and just wants us to keep making awesome, fun, silly, ridiculous content for you, the listener, to consume. But if you really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash heroes. We have all manner of fun rewards from behind-the-scenes audio to exclusive roles in our Discord server that give you access to the Patron Lounge. Yeah, and, like, cool colors on that name. We talk about some stuff. Uh, yeah, but Blooper Reel, James's Notebook. People have even submitted story arc ideas to us. In fact, the, what, the, what, like I think I mentioned in an episode previous, what we're running right now is inspired by one of the stories submitted to us from one of our patrons. Uh, and it's just going to be a great time. <laughs> just a sample of all the cool rewards that you can get if you donate to us. And if you like us, right now you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, call up or message 
every last one of your lover ex-lovers or significant others oh and God. tell them about this podcast <laughs> wow stir up some old I shit and some new shit <laughs> legal but risky like. <laughs> say you know I'm sorry we had that weird fight about who was holding the groceries in the car but you know there's this really great podcast I've been listening to I think you'd really <laughs> like it Wow. Well, after you get done doing that, I oh, guess. Oh, just the thought of that. <laughs> yeah, it makes me kind of sick to my stomach. <laughs> Y'all should do it. <laughs> just get on that horn. It's going to be a great idea. Wow. Call up Miranda or Call of you. Timothy. and. Uh, oh, yeah. really? That sounds nice. What is that? Like a therapy podcast? Well, yeah, you know, kind of. <laughs> it's, it's mental, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, therapy is involved. At some point, the press is listening to this show. It's just a matter of, you know. Usually after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's for usually you. physical therapy from all the knee slapping that you'll do. That's right. Ah! Unexpectedly wholesome. Now, all I have left to do is out for this cast for you from my right this time, John, as Dr. Dedu. Uh, where, where are they taking those things? Arr! Zach as Pregnart. I'm all doing the same thing. Ah! <laughs> Dave as Toastacre Grundleplint the third. And and Phil as the newest the newest intern to be shanghaied into this group, uh, Arasatra. <laughs> and I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. We'll see you next week when uh, we figure out what happens to our interns and our precious red shirts. Uh, bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.